right with us yeah it's me and you it's trips right with me and you um i'm dave and i'm ralph yeah. yes how's it going everyone Go- and you yeah it's good i thought you were asking me first yeah i didn't not really know where i was going yeah. well i hope everyone's doing well I mm-hmm. hope this podcast finds you all in good health. Mm-hmm. Hope your ear holes are ready. Yep, I hope uh, your ear holes are ready to us uh, for us to invade. I uh, hope you guys all got stronger since the last time we talked with you. I know some of you are working out, drinking your milk or beer, <laughs> what? pumping iron. I have been. Yeah, it shows. But then I you're, eat so I eat and drink so much. You're busting out of that difference. sweatshirt. Yeah, you know, I gotta keep it loose so it's a big yeah. reveal. Sure, 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 sure. Um, so uh, there was a lot of talk about. Uh, I, I wanted to thank you for your willingness to make this a clean podcast. I wanted to officially thank you yeah. for that, Dave. Yeah. Because there, there was a little bit of, little bit of, little bit of wine with your cheese there about about how you don't get to swear, and I can't remember who brought it up. To dog, maybe. Yeah, Ta-dog. it was to dog, I think. Uh, something about a clean podcast and how much you love your how much you love your dirty words. Yeah, I have dirty words. Yeah, I have the best dirty words. And I just appreciate that you understand my viewpoint that as a teacher, I do need to be aware that if my kids get a hold of this and I'm, you know, saying every which way that comes into my mind. Yeah. It just doesn't go well for me. You know, you're, that would be... I'd, I'd have them lost. You're welcome. Along with my job, probably. Yeah. So, thank you for understanding. Yeah, you're welcome. I know I, I've let a couple fly. It happens. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten less appropriate as time has gone on. But true. still keeping it where I don't have to be embarrassed. Yeah. And the for last, the most part. The last thing I'd <laughs> ever want to do, Dennis Fearson, <laughs> is to embarrass you. <laughs> Thank you. You're I appreciate welcome. that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and then so, somebody uh, mentioned where we had the <laughs> the uh, listener appreciation podcast where we had it videoed. Yeah, somebody brought the, that uh, up. The interludes. <laughs> it was they were very just, colorful. <laughs> it's basically just you yelling the the George Carlin uh, routine. Just oh man, the seven uh, seven mm-hmm. words. Yeah, I, I can recite them now, but we can't. I know in a you podcast. could, but we, but you won't. Yeah. I loved, um, I miss George Carlin. That's actually one act I wish I would have seen live. Him and Mitch Hedberg. I could see that. Yeah. Um, I saw Aziz Ansari live, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever He's seen. He's pretty funny, yeah, too. Yeah, it was pretty great. The bit he does great. about his old roommate who would leave tuna cans all over the place <laughs> and then bashed him on a website, <laughs> and he was going to hold up the Lion King song. Oh, my God. So funny. My favorite is the... Uh, you know, you're talking to a girl. I text her, she takes me back. I text her, she takes me back. I text her, she takes me back. 
I text her, you want to get some pizza? And then nothing. Girl, I know you're looking at your phone. I'm going to go hang out with my friend Brian. He's always nice to me. That's my favorite. You got you got his uh I his feel like, down. I feel like good. I naturally do his voice a lot of the time. Oh no. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. It's not my first time. You know, I tried stand-up once years ago. Mm. Uh, it was an open mic thing at Acme. Did you really? I bombed. Really? I had to come up with three minutes. I thought, you know what? I think I can do that. But I'm more of a off-the-cuff observation funny. Mm-hmm. If I try to plan it, it's... See, uh, that's my thing, yeah. It I was think rough. The, it's the observa- observational stuff and... Um, but you're right. I think you get up there and it's like this time where your job is to stand there and make people laugh. Yeah. Oof. The guy's like, can you do three minutes? I'm like, I'm a bill collector. Three minutes do, is nothing. I can do three minutes. I powered through and it was a minute and a half. Did you watch Always Sunny? No. Oh my gosh. There's a uh, Whose Life is Harder, D or Charlie, and D goes to open mic night apparently yeah. every week, and she has a gag reflex when she's up on stage and gets nervous. So she's going through, oh, have you ever, have you, like throughout the whole thing. It's, oh boy. That description is horrible, but it's really funny. I know Danny DeVito's in it. <laughs> well, there you go. So you basically get the gist. Yeah, I get yeah, the gist. Okay. Makes sense. Would you like a philosophical question to get us started, my friend? Actually, before we do that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you had something to show yeah, me. Yeah, I got something in the mail today. This will be great for radio. So okay. I'm in, uh, well, you can appreciate it. <laughs> I will. I'm in a, a cigar group, actually a couple on Facebook. And this okay. guy makes stogie sticks. I don't know what that means. So it's a stick you jab in at the end of the cigar. So you can smoke it all the way down to the nub and get all that flavor. Whoa! Yeah, and he can customize them. But I thought the f- I thought only you're only I mean I thought smoking like basically two thirds of it is where all the flavor is, and then it gets bitter toward the end. Well, wow, there's there's flavor at the end. Okay, all right. Yeah. So he said you can personalize. I mean, I it. smoke them as low as I can. Yeah. But... Look at this. How awesome oh my gosh. is that? So for those right. who can't see. Yeah, let me tell you what I'm looking at here. I'm I'm looking at it, Okay, it it's um Okay, so it has a Vikings medallion. He called he called it a dangle. A dangle. I'd rather call it a medallion. It has a little gold ball with some ornamental stuff in between and then a vikings like tiki head yeah so and then a purple ball so so you purple and gold so i don't understand what can you explain it's like a it's like a roach clip i don't that's you know what a roach clip is okay so that's not my area of expertise so basically maybe don't describe it too much (laughs) so you stick this into the cigar okay and then you hold it there so you don't have to hold it you know how you usually hold a cigar? Yeah. You can hold it just like that. And you can smoke it all the way down. So you stick it in where? In the end? Yeah, in the cigar. Boy, I don't get it. You're going to have to... I, I don't understand. Okay, so you have... like a, a screwdriver. You have a cigar, right? I'll be honest. I've already lost interest. Stick it at the end. You jam it in? How does that stick in? It's not like pointy or anything. Oh, there was a cover on it. Okay, well, I didn't know that part. You didn't take the cover off. Well, I probably would have hurt myself. That makes yeah. sense. Okay, so that's so you jam it through, yes. and then you can. 
So you're not holding it, right. whatever. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. I, I guess I don't really... Okay. All right. Sweet. So, yeah. So, I mean, how some people spend their money, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you how much it was then. No, don't tell me how much it was. Okay. Was it over 50? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, that game got short. Uh, do you want me to go? Do you before I ask you my question? Do you want to? Um, do you have a, a mystery phrase? Ready I do. Go? Do you want me to step out then? Sure. Okay. Before we get too far into this. Yeah, we don't want to get too far into it. All right, I'm gonna scamper. The word of the day is. Hey, I'm not out yet. Scamper. I already said it. Then you win. <laughs> All right, friends. Uh, the phrase of the night is going to be Ralph mentioning that he has the number one pick in a couple leagues. Being very proud of the fact that he's got a number one pick and he's going to be getting Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. So that's what it's going to be. Um, we'll see if it happens. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe if it's getting towards the end of the night or end of the podcast, maybe I'll try to make him say it somehow. I bet I can do it. Um, but while we're waiting to come back, I'm done. Um, I think Ralph said he has a philosophical question for us. Speaking of philosophical questions, I have one for you. Yeah. Oh wait, that's what you were saying. Okay. I was just thinking about this. So, um, you know, Claire's in Frozen with us. Yeah. And Claire is the kind of league mate where she is in love with her guys. Yeah. And it... she does not want to let them go. Emotional. So she, oh, excuse me. So she referenced that. Sorry. Yeah, no. Nice push, right? What'd you have for dinner? She, uh, Jimmy John's actually. Yeah, I can yeah. smell it. Oh, really? Yeah, the bread. You could not. <laughs> so... So she referenced that uh, Dak Prescott will die on her team, Zeke will die on her team, Josh Allen will die on her team. Sure. She, she likes her guys. So I'm wondering, how do you feel about being in a league with someone who is basically they draft their players and they sit and however it happens, it happens. Yeah. How do you feel about that as a league mate of such people? Well, I mean, obviously I've been there before. Uh, people who don't trade, they hold on to everybody. The fun thing is just to feed them trades and uh, see, like, is there any kind of a trade I can give them to make them actually trade, kind of make a game out of it? Um, or just ignore them and just go with uh, somebody else because there's nine other, you know, however many teams are in the league, 11 other people, 10, 10 other people, whatever. 10 other people, sure. Um, because you are one, yeah. they are the other, and then 10. So it's like uh, one of my favorite lines from Wayne's World. Get over it, go out with someone else. It's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. If you're yeah. to spew, spew into this. Did we talk about the Wayne's World commercial from the Super Bowl? No, but I did remember seeing that, though. Um, what did you think of how Mike Myers and Dana Carvey looked? Mike Myers looked like how dead bodies look like <laughs> <laughs> when they're found coming out of a river or a lake. <laughs> he was very bloated. Or like formaldehyde. Yeah. Like the, like the coroner did, was doing, not coroner, the funeral director yeah, was doing yeah. their work or whatever. The mortician. Mortician, that's the word I was He did not for. look well. No. He did not have time to repair to get in shape for that commercial. 
Yeah, he looked. Yeah, he looked bloated. I mean, he looked used up. He looked like yeah. an old version of Mike Myers. He looked like a combination of fat bastard and Mark Mike Myers, <laughs> so, and his cousin Mark Myers too. And Dana, and Dana Carvey. Cheeks. Uh, he uh, he kind of looked, looked like, exactly yeah, the yeah. same. That's he, what he I did, thought too. He did pretty well. Somebody commented that he looked just as old, but he wasn't fat. But I thought he looked the yeah. same as he always does. Dana Carvey hasn't really aged. And then was much. that with Cardi B? Yeah, it okay. was the one with okay. Cardi B. Yeah, I remember yeah. now. Yeah, so that's a whole nother that's a whole nother situation. But yeah. Um. So anyway. Um, sure. Does it get? Does it get <laughs> <laughs> does it get so do, do you get frustrated what if you want a player that's on a team like that like have you ever had to go after a player on a team not had to but have you ever gone after a player on a team where you know very well somebody has no interest in trading and you just keep trying to like do you just do you just yeah not? i mean i've yeah. i've pined over players on other teams but i just get to a point where i say listen i really like x player is there anybody on my team combination of picks that would ever let you even think of possibly doing a trade? And if there's any little bit of wiggle room, then I, I just dive right in and try to work my magic. So that's what I do. I won't just keep offering trades. I'll just be up front. Listen here. I like him. What would it take to have him land on my team? If price is no limit... Let's talk. Okay. And if they say off limits, not going to happen, you know, just go on to the next person. (laughs) Uh, Do you remember when Tim wanted um, Jameis Winston for me and he asked what it would cost? I told him three first round picks. And he goes, well, that's ridiculous. I said, well, that's what it costs. Mm -hmm. You can't be serious. I said, I don't want to trade Jameis Winston. This is like peak of, you know, when he was like, you know. I said, I don't want to trade him. If you want him, that's what it's going to cost. Well, that's unreasonable. I said, well, that's what it would cost if you want him because I don't want to trade him. And then when it there was a conversation about me being unreasonable and somebody brought it up. Yeah, remember when you wanted three firsts for Jameis Winston? I didn't want to trade Jameis Winston. Right. You would have had to extremely overpay. Yeah. How dare you use that to assess my values of players? And now we're channeling Aziz and Zari right now. Do you even know you're doing it? No. I, that was a season, sorry? Yeah, it was. Definitely didn't realize it. I'm going to have to listen more. Go back and listen to the podcast and see if you're channeling. It's quite possible. He's from uh, Indiana, right? Or no. Mm, East Pawn, Coast. Pawnee. <laughs> That's Parks and, from like, Parks and Rec. Virginia? Wait, did you not watch Parks and Rec either? No. He's so like, you're just against those kind of sitcoms that are like the dry humor without the have, laugh track. I love dry humor. I just don't have time to watch those shows. You have time. Yeah, like yeah. you have so much going on. I do. No, he's from I like that, South that, Carolina, I think. That's where his character in... Uh, no, that's where he's really from. But that's where his character... That's where Tom Haverford in, in Parks and Rec is from. But it makes sense because I think he's really from like... Real life from South Carolina. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to yeah, Google it. Okay, that sounds great. Um, all right, so we are going how you, to... How oh. do you feel about it if somebody latches on to people? Do you have any uh, thing I, that you try to do to... I tend to feel that I, I will be able to get anybody I want for a price I'm willing to pay. Oh, he is from Columbia, South Carolina. God, I'm good. Oh, he's our age. Thir- Wait, you're older than me. He's my age, 38. I'm 38. Wait, I'm 39. Ha! Okay. Anyway, um, I, I don't know why I... That was weird. Um, <laughs> is the mic okay? Yeah, I think it's good. 
Um, so, By the way, uh, yeah, this is a fantastic microphone. I know. Isn't my lady the best? Yeah, she's great. She's Even if best. she won't trade me Zeke or Dak, she's still pretty good. So, you know, and she has made trades, but it's usually with me and Kurt who just talk her ear off and she gets sick of hearing it, yeah. basically. And, you know, we we pay a lot. It's not like she's given us a deal. Right. Um I uh, I tend to feel like if there's somebody I want, I tend to feel like I'll be able to get them for a price that I'm willing to pay. Yeah. But when you get the factor of someone who truly just doesn't have much desire to trade, and ultimately what that means is they don't have much of a desire to win. True. Honestly, she would rather have the players she likes and never win mm-hmm. than turn over the players and try to make her team better right the only reason she made the trades this year was she she got such a head start at the beginning that she wanted to you know feel like she had a chance and she certainly did um so i you know when when somebody's emotional like sentimental value of players comes in that definitely makes it harder and i do i do get frustrated but but I'm guilty of the same thing toward other people, too. I mean, like the, the when I traded for Lamb and all of a sudden the guy's like, well, I'm interested in Lamb. We could talk about Lamb. And I'm, and I'm simply, I'm not trading Lamb, yeah. period. You know, I technically he has a price, but it's like the three firsts for Winston. It's like, I, I've said that to people before in trade negotiations. He's not technically unavailable, but you'll never pay the price that I'm asking yep. for him. Yep. And then they'll it. say, all right, try me, and I'll tell them, and they'll, like, laugh in my face. I'm like, well, listen, that's how much I like CD Lamb, yeah. just as an example. Yeah, yeah. So it does, it gets frustrating for me, for sure. Um, I'm kind of in that situation, like, Joey's got all those picks, and I'd really like to get one of those first mm-hmm. and throws, and yeah, just he's... one of them. And he wants the feeling of having all those picks, and I don't blame him, because you I, and I have both been in I that situation. I don't blame him either. And it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome, baby. Um, so I, I don't blame him, but uh, it, it does get frustrating, for sure. Okay, so I'm going to ask you. Yeah. You mentioned Community, the TV show, right? Yeah. Parks and Rec. Yeah. And you've also mentioned The Office a yeah. few times. Which one of those three, sh- what, what order should I watch them in? Or should I try to balance them all at one time? Oh, no. Should I power through one? Well, yeah. I mean, The Office is... The Office? The Office is the one. Okay. That is the one. Okay. Uh, although, if you want one that doesn't have as many seasons and maybe is a little more culty, Happy Endings, that's what Claire and I are rewatching right now. I've never heard of that it. That is an epic show, Happy yeah. Endings. Uh, it's got Alicia Cuthbert in is Oh, my the, um, God. Girl Next Door. And she's adorable in this, and she's so goofy and, she's and hilarious. And she's in 24. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, Jack Bauer's daughter. Um, Claire and I are rewatching it right now for like the fourth time since we started dating. It's so, so funny. So man, funny. Happy back, endings. That brings back memories. And she's adorable. She I mean, if, if no other reason to... but, but She's uh, still adorable. Yeah, for sure. But of the ones you asked me about, Office. 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 Okay. Office. 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 office, office, office. All right. Uh, how about news and notes from around the league? You yeah, got some stuff, right? I do. I do. Uh, I'm going to start... Close to home with my Vikings, um, Kyle Rudolph, they said goodbye. Oh, cut him? They, they cut him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they saved $5 million in cap space. And uh, I have a, a prediction of where he's going to go. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, because they definitely don't have a tight end to write home about. They don't. Well, they got Max Double X Williams. Well. <laughs> 
and they had the he could be triple x williams and it's still (laughs) (laughs) okay i also thought pittsburgh may be a good destination too because uh, mcdonald retired if you didn't know vance mcdonald has hung up its cleats and ebron is a big tub of goo and i heard eric (laughs) i heard i heard eric ebron is um gonna have a surgery to convert the cinder blocks back into where his hands once were Oh, so we actually so, had a procedure to change his hands to no, cinder blocks? No, they, over time, they gradually turned oh. into cinder blocks. And then now he's going to have a surgery to um, get them back into hand shapes. There's like a, a medical term for that. There's got to be. Yeah. it's Like um, the curious case of Benjamin Button. <laughs> the curious case of Eric Ebron. <laughs> Old stone hands. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's gone. I also thought maybe the Colts could go after him too. Drop some of their garbage tight ends they have. I still think Ertz is going to end up with, think so? with the Colts. Yeah, I just have a feeling. Okay, I just have a feeling. They're trying, so, to, they're trying to work it out. And then also he jo- He would, if he goes to Arizona, he would join J.J. Watt, who right. went to Arizona, right. who shocked the world right. and said, I'm just going to go sun and fun. Yeah. Take the money and run. And he was a high IDP score. Remember, he yeah. was in the top five for, yeah. for defensive linemen So when we did that game with Kurt. Yeah, so that should be fun to watch. Um. So what's your prediction for Irv Smith then? That was my next question. Of course it was. Does this move up Big Irv? I'm buying him. All right. But I was buying him before because I, I had a feeling this was going to happen either this year or next year he was going to be gone. Impromptu game. Let's do it. Kelsey or Irv? Well, or uh, Kelsey, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, right off the bat. Okay, well, I retire. Uh, Kittle or Irv? Kittle, still. Andrews or Irv? Andrews. Waller or Irv? I would go Irv. Whoa! Yeah, because I see Waller falling off. Waller's going to be a faller. <gasps> Waller a faller. Wow. Rhymes. I know. That was good. Did you I write tried. that on the paper? No, I didn't. I didn't have Waller anywhere. All right, let's keep going. Um, are there any other tight a Goddard or Irv? That'd be see because I don't know how Goddard's going to be used now with Hertz there. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. If Hertz is gone, you'd probably feel better about Goddard. At least there would be I'm, a competition. I meant Hertz. No, I know, Ertz. but what okay. I'm saying is, yeah, I mean, if Hertz is gone, that would tick him up a little bit. Um, but gosh, I am enamored with, uh, with Irv. He's going to do some special things. So it sounds Teams like with JJ. So it sounds like Kelsey Kittle Andrews, you would take those three guys over Irv. Are yeah. there any others? Is he Hawkinson? Mm. Sounds like Irv is your number four dynasty Hawkinson, tight end right now. I told you top 10, baby. Yeah, but you're saying top four right now is what I'm hearing. Uh, there, there could be somebody else that I'm missing, but. Um, I am very high on Irv. I think he's going to do some special things. And it's not just because I have a Vikings stogie stick or a Vikings hoodie on or Vikings underwear on right now. <laughs> Gross. I don't need to hear about that. I'm just kidding. I'm not wearing anything. <laughs> oh, jeez. even worse. <laughs> okay. Wow. Exciting. Yeah. Um, you're so, really... Oh, with this news, would you have Irv in your top 10 yet? Um, I'd have to write him out, but I probably would. He's just so short. But he can catch that ball. 
He's short. He's shorter than half the receivers I like. All right, uh, how about Golden Tate getting caught and burying the lead, huh? Oh, man, that was, like, way <laughs> down. I didn't even, hold on. Nope, didn't even have that. Okay, what's your next one, then? Uh, Jared Cook, he gone. Oh, you mean Troutman time! I said Troutman with an exclamation Yeah, mark. Troutman time, I wrote yeah. it on the paper. You ready for it? Troutman yeah. time. I'm excited. Yeah. I have him in a lot of places. As do I. It's too bad Drew Brees wasn't like five years younger. Because yeah. Drew Brees would love Troutman time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There but, was uh, somebody saw, there was a story about Drew Brees was pushing some sleds. Thinking that he's going to be coming back still. Really? So yeah. he's not officially done. He hasn't officially retired that yet. That would be really great for several of my squads. And so. for Troutman. Yes, and for Troutman. Yeah. He and was, for Michael Thomas. He was pushing the sleds. Nice. And a guy you were really high on, Tyrell Williams. Gross. Is going to the Lions on a Ew. one-year deal. Gross. I know, right? It's like Kenny Galladay Jr. Yeah. Not quite. <laughs> and then... <laughs> You know who Chris Sims is, right? Washed up quarterback has been Phil Sims kid. Phil Sims kid, yes. He's now an analyst. Was he he played for the Bucks. He was drafted by the Bucks, yeah. right? Yeah. So he had a he does rankings, quarterback rankings. And he did a rookie ranking. Okay. You got to hear this. He did a rookie ranking for the upcoming rookies? Yes, upcoming rookies. Okay. Um, He did not have Trevor Lawrence as number one. Why do we care about what he says? Because this is pretty good. Okay. Trevor Trevor Lawrence not number one. Yes. Okay. That should be your first. This is fantasy? This is just NFL prospects? This is NFL prospects. So this is just like number one pick in the NFL draft? Quarterbacks ranked. Quarterbacks Just quarterbacks, yes. Okay, who's he got? Zach Wilson. Okay. As number one. It's a trendy pick. It's boring. Trevor Lawrence as the second best, followed by Alabama's Mac Jones, Kellen Mond of Texas, Ohio State's Justin Fields. Number five? Justin Fields, and then Trey Lance of North Dakota State. And he thinks all six could be first-round picks. Well, I mean that's I mean that's probably true because everybody wants to find their next quarterback. True. Um, and you never know who it might be. So, what is the re? Does he give reasoning for these? Why? No, why Wilson over Lawrence? He was on uh, Pro Football Talk Live when he did it. This is just a, an article I'm seeing on it. Chitty chatting. Yeah. Okay. Huh. So I thought, and then it goes on to say that he's. Uh, Done a very good job of evaluating incoming quarterbacks. He loved Patrick Mahomes in 2017, and he had Lamar Jackson as his top prospect in 2018, until some of the people he knows in league circles shamed him into dropping Lamar behind Josh Allen. Oh, they're pretty good. Last year, he loved Justin Herbert, putting both Herbert and Jordan Love ahead of Tua. Both Herbert and Love were behind Joe Burrow. What a pathetic beta. He actually had Lamar Jackson first, yeah. and then a bunch of other dudes shamed him into moving him down. Yeah. What a loser. I know. Gross. Pansy. Yeah. Gross what a girly man. Yeah. That's offensive. This is 2021. Make up your skirts. Um, jeez. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. Okay, I do appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate it a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's going to be a combine, kind of. 323 players 
invited. And what? So it's basically it's going to be combine 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 combine. It's going to be combines. My understanding, a reading about it about twenty five minutes ago, was that. <laughs> It's going to be 323 players, and it's going to be basically the school pro days will have the combine-style events. Okay. So as much as possible, interviews and, you know, some medical, like, as much of it as possible is going to be digital, but there will be workouts for their at their school pro days. Okay. Um, so they won't have all the players gathering in one place but the people who are from the teams will can go to see like a pro day for the ohio state players that's my understanding huh. so there will be something we will have something to look at in terms of like combine stats good because i i love stuff to look at yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i've got a list of so all the people fun. that are going to be there all 323 yeah well all yeah that's that's good radio all i uh looked at was the ohio state list Oh, of course you did. I didn't care about anything else. Well, that's not true. I looked at the Alabama list, too, but it was at the very top. Uh, it starts with an A. <laughs> Jose Borregales will be there, the kicker out of Miami. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. And let's not forget Liam Eichenberg. Oh, wait, that Miami kicker, that's like the big burly guy. I don't know. I just pulled the name off. Miami's kicker and punter are like men amongst boys, if I remember right. Okay. I think that's Miami. It's kind of funny. They look like they could just... You know, like what? So my uh, my mom stopped by the other day to drop oh. off some school stuff for Hi, me. Mom. Trey McKitty will be there. <laughs> Tight end out of Georgia. I love that name. And she goes, I'm all caught up on your podcast. Oh. But she was talking about Dominate Day to Day with me and Zach. Oh, screw and she mom. said, <laughs> And she said, you two have funny observations about things. And I said... Well, you know, Dave and I also have funny observations about things, but you don't listen to our podcast. Nope. And she goes, I wouldn't know what you were talking about. Exactly. <laughs> That's the end of my story about my mom. Okay, I got Thought a couple like of good it. names. Okay. Uh, Quitty Pay. Yeah, from uh, Michigan. Yeah. Defensive end. Yeah. And uh, Wop Fillior. You made that one up. Nope. W-H-O-P Fillior. Wide receiver out of Indiana. He's a Hoosier. Okay. That's a fun game. We're done. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that can't last. All right, what are we getting into next? Are we going to get into our debate or what? Let's do it. Oh, actually, no. Let me share my well, let me share my hustle. Uh, okay, why don't we do this? Let's take a break. No, I'm going to share my hustle. Yeah, we're not going to go very long today. We got an hour in us. Yeah. So why don't we do this? I'm going to quickly share my hustle trade and okay. see what you think. I know okay. you've probably already seen it, but I'll introduce it to you yeah, if I you haven't. It. Um, and then we'll take a break so we can get a musical interlude in, and then we'll come back with our new segment. All right. Did you do your research? Sure. Did you? <laughs> I did some research. Okay. I did some research. It was kind of nice to kind of know what I was going for here a little bit. And, you know, you can make stats say anything you want. So I like that. All right. So hustles the point per carry. So running backs are king. I have Aaron Jones, and I would really like to get something good for Aaron Jones. So I, I sent like a Aaron Jones and one eleven for like to the to the new owner 
for I think it was Zeke and one th- one four I think something like that. Obviously that was turned down. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna see if I can figure out a way to get this one four. So I was thinking, you know, I I know that oh, rip that rip that tag out. Um, I I thought I know. I know Kurt. I mean, technically, I found it out after, but I had an inkling that he did. So Kurt has, I think, the one one. So he'll he'll take Trevor Lawrence, and that'll be that. And then you would think it'd be running backs after that. Yeah. So that one four is pretty juicy because best juicy. case scenario, Najee Harris or Etienne fall. Yeah. Even if I get the third guy, whoever that ends up being, once the process is all done, that's still pretty awesome. So and I wanted to get out from Aaron Jones while he's got some shine on him still. So I was trying to think of like who could I ask for in addition to one four to get for Aaron Jones. Yeah. And so I'm looking at the options and I was like, okay, I like Stefan Diggs I considered, but I thought that's way probably way too big of a target. Yeah. And you had somebody a little lower. So I put out Aaron Jones for one four and Michael Pittman. Okay. Immediately accepted. That Snap was accept. done. And then I thought, dang it, I should have asked for more. That's true. <laughs> I may have undersold, but I just figured getting a rookie running back. But I mean in those nice. situations, just be happy that you got out from under him and you got a high draft pick and yep. a wide receiver you like. So Exactly. I call it a win. Thank you. I yeah. thought so. Yeah, nicely done. Yeah. That's the end of that story. Quick break? Quick break. Okay, we'll be back. In two and two. I knew that was coming. So this is Billy Eilish, huh? This is Billy Eilish. If I was moonwalking, you'd see me moonwalking. Like the twist, the twist and shout, I don't... Yeah, that's what it was, yep. Wow, so that's Billie Eilish. I I wasn't aware. I've never experienced that before. I don't know how I feel about it in my my soul. The reason I picked Billie Eilish is it's a perfect lead-in to our brand new segment... Call. We're gonna. Oh call yeah. It. Well, oh yeah. What was it called? Ralph says. Dave says. Ralph says. Dave says. Little uh, point counterpoint action going on. Are there? Do you feel negatively against enough players that we could ever do me arguing the plus side? I feel like I'm the one who hates players that are good. I mean, I can find things about players to hate. Yeah, but I feel like it's just not the same animosity. I feel like you'll always be arguing for players that people consider good, which is the easier job. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. There are some players out there that I would never draft. And okay. I, yeah. 
All right, so if you recall, the, the idea behind this segment is polarizing players, Dave and I feel differently on. Yeah. In the case of many, and, and especially this first player, um, I hate them. Yeah, and hate's such a strong word, too. Yeah, hate. And, and, and ultimately, <clears throat> it ends up manifesting itself in terms of, I would never, ever draft them. And that's exactly the situation I'm in with this player. I yeah. don't have him on any of my 31 teams. Zero shares. Wow. Zero. I have taken over orphans that have him, and I have flipped him hoard. Flipped him hoard. So if you're wondering, we are speaking of Amari Cooper. Yes, Amari Crapper is our player. <laughs> um, I was as I was doing my research, I came across um, uh, I came across uh, a segment where Rex Ryan called him a turd. Really. <laughs> So great minds think alike is my point. I guess. You know? I prefer Rob Ryan to Rex Ryan, but that's just me. Well, okay. Punch and coordinator on the sideline. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. my kind of guy. All right, so how do... Oh, that's the recliner upstairs. <laughs> that's clear on the recliner. Um, okay, so how are we going to do this? I think, because most people, I think, I think I'm in the minority saying he sucks. Probably. Yeah, and then right? you hate him. So hate and then I hate him. Strong word. Fire of a thousand tons. Fire of a thousand tons. So maybe you give your opening arguments. Ooh, like a courtroom. Yeah. I always said the way I, I handle my boys, I should have been an attorney. Yeah? Would you not say <laughs> that you were standing over the broken glass after her to crash on the floor? You know, something like that. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you don't just want to admit you did it so we can move on? This will be a lot easier. This will just be a lot easier if you just confess. I already know you did it. <laughs> you already know you did it. Oh, that's my favorite when I watch a kid do something and then they deny it. I'm yeah. like, I watched you. I saw you with oh. my own eyeballs. So you're either calling me a liar or you think I'm stupid. <laughs> I've got I've got two boys who are going to be either con men or attorneys when they grow up because they lie like right to my face. Which and one are you hoping for, con man or attorney? Attorney, obviously. Attorney. Okay. Yeah. Well, I could do one as a con man, one as an attorney, and one and then, could be the other's attorney. I was get just going to say, yeah, keep the one yeah. out of jail. Did Claire come downstairs? She did during the podcast. Yeah. Claire, you want to come on on the air? Oh, okay. Okay. You just checking for water damage? Oh, good night. So what I always tell the boys is I say, I know you're lying. Mm. And you get in more trouble for lying exactly. than the actual deed that you did. Yep. You just keep digging yourself a deeper and deeper hole. Yeah. yeah. If you just admit it and come clean and apologize, we move on with our I lives. Don't, I don't care that you were outside and you walked through the kitchen with your boots and made boot marks all over the place. I'm just going to make you clean it up. But <laughs> now that you lied about it, I'm going to make you lick it up. <laughs> <laughs> and Child Protective Services was called. I tell them it's chocolate. They like it. <laughs> Jeez. All right, why don't you start us off? Right. Convince us, Amari 
Cooper? Well, I mean, it's the first thing is his productivity, right? I mean, you can't argue with stats. You can't argue with productivity, can you? Was that a ding? Yeah, it was a ding. No, oh, okay. Um, productivity, as in the last three years, he has had over a thousand yards receiving. And over a hundred targets. And let me just do my math quick. And over close to 80 receptions all of those three years. So that's pretty productive, if you ask me. Would you say that's productive, Ralph? Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm responding to Claire's text. Oh, okay. And so you're going to need to say that again, and okay. now I'm listening. I All promise. Right. And you know what? It's probably it's such a good argument, I'm sure, yeah. that for the listeners to hear it twice is going to be really helpful. I'm just saying. I promise I'm zoned in. Because I would like you to listen when I make my arguments. Last three years. Yes. 1,000 yards receiving. Okay. And 80 receptions. Okay. Would you say that's pretty productive? Sure. Especially in a PPR league. I mean, that's pretty darn good. Okay. Yeah? Uh, sure. Last year, he played four and a half games with Dak. Yeah. Before his injury. Um, that's when he turned in his, you know, third straight 1,000-yard season. Fifth overall, by the way. He's been in the league since 2015. 5,000-yard seasons. It's pretty good. Okay? Um, and then he had to do the rest with second-rate quarterbacks going to show that no matter who's throwing the ball, he can still produce and catch it, okay? He had over 100 targets every year. It's pretty awesome. Draft pedigree, you ask? He's got it. 2015, <laughs> he went fourth to the then Oakland Raiders, okay? Now, granted, it was kind of a garbage draft. It wasn't the best draft, I'll give you some names that were drafted behind him. Okay? Number seven was Kevin White from the Bears. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Dumps I do. Dumpster fire. Yeah. Uh, at 14, Devontae Parker went. Okay. 20 was Nelson Aguilar. Okay. 26 was Rashad Perryman. Okay. 29 was Philip Dorsett. Devin Smith of the Jets went with the 37th pick. You know where he went to school? Uh, I think it was Carl's School of Taxidermy. Wow. No. The Ohio State University. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Uh, Doriel Green Beckham. You remember that name? I do. The old oh, DGB. What a darling. Yeah. But we're talking about Amari Cooper. Yeah. What you're saying is he had no competition because that draft True. was so terrible. And then the only re- and then uh, Lockett was the 61st player taken in that draft. And uh, Diggs was 146th in that draft. Now, would you rather have Diggs... Or Cooper? Right now? Yeah. I'd rather have Diggs. Okay. Is it like not even close? Well, no, but I hate Amari Crapper. Okay. Because Diggs led the league in receptions this year. Although classically, I'm not a fan of Diggs either, but this year he grew on me. So the career stats of these two are pretty similar, actually. Did you know this? No. Both You're have, making your argument. I'm not aware. Both have. I wasn't researching Stephon Diggs. Both have 38 career touchdowns. Cooper has more yards by about 100, and Diggs has 50 more catches. So if you're thinking you like Diggs 
Cooper is very comparable to Diggs. If I had a mic, I'd drop it right now. Oh, really? That's your mic drop? Yeah. Okay. Is it my turn? And oh. I was on uh, I was on RotoWire just looking at it. Have you been on RotoWire before? I'm sure I have, but I don't they know. have advanced NFL stats. Mm. Um, where they, uh, what percentile they're in for everything? Um, percent of team targets. He has twenty point six percent of team targets. Mm. He's getting a lion's share of targets. Okay. Uh, drop rate only three point nine percent. It's pretty good. He doesn't fumble very much either. There was another one I was going to show you. I can't, can't find it. I lost it. So that's my argument. Productivity, no matter who's throwing it to him, even in a year where he was traded from the Raiders to the Cowboys. He spent one half year in one place, half year in the other. He still had 80 catches and 1,000 yards. That's that's pretty good. Okay. Now, Ralph Sievert, I want to hear why you hate Amari Cooper with a fire of a 1,000 sons. I hope you have it backed up with actual stats and not personal anecdotes or antidotes. Well, we'll see how much research I have if it's enough to make my argument because I'll put in more time if I come up short here. But I'll give you what I have. All right. And you're you're kind of tall, so you're not going to come up too short. So we're <laughs> all right. So we're going to start with this. I will admit to you that his end of season stats end up looking good. Okay. My main issue with Amari Cooper is the disappearing act. He is not consistent from game to game. He has big games. And he has bad games. So, for example, this past season. Week 5. Now, you will say... So, first of all, these these fantasy totals will come from Westeros. And I... That was a poor choice because targets inflate the numbers a bit. Oh, I thought I was going to say... You're fine. Okay. Uh, Targets inflate these numbers a bit for all the guys I'm going to mention. But... um, Week 5 against the Giants. I believe that's the first game that he did not have uh, Dak Prescott. Yes. Now, I would think you would agree that a top-tier stud-wide receiver should be able to perform no matter the quarterback. Especially a target hog, as you called him earlier. Yeah, it's true. His first game without uh, Dak, he had two receptions, 23 yards. We're talking like four points. That's rough. In fantasy. Yeah. Rough. Rough game. Rough. Um, in the midst of, you know, these 20-point games, whatever, that, that look great. Uh, where, I did not look up average draft position, but where would you say he goes in a startup nowadays? Is he a second-round startup pick? That sounds fair. Okay. So let's say Amari Cooper is a second-round startup pick. Mm -hmm. You are drafting him to be potentially your best wide receiver on your team for the coming year. Depends how you form your team. It depends how you form your team. Some people go running back heavy. I think if he was my third receiver, I'd be feeling okay. But I think in second-round startup, I think he's more likely to be your first receiver. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
I don't want guys who are going to disappear. So I told you about week five. Week eight against Philly, one reception, five yards. That's a couple of points. What happened weeks seven and six? Uh, he was fine. Okay. But that's my point, oh, is you've got dip okay. games. Four points, two points. Now let's get you to the semifinals, week 15. Two receptions, 10 yards. That's a couple yeah, of points. Doesn't help in the semifinals. And you lost the semis. You're donezo. Because if he's your best receiver and you happen to make it to the semis, he wasn't getting you over the hump. Sure. Now, by comparison, his teammates, uh, CeeDee Lamb, a rookie, I shall mention. Yeah. Um, did have a dip week of one point or so in week seven, but he had no other weeks with less than six points. That's special. And we get us to the semis. Now you're also talking, you know, before this past year when we, when he was a rookie, Mm -hmm. you're talking startup for him, maybe, I don't know, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round, you know, where rookie wide receivers would go. If you're playing him in your semis, 21.9 points, and in your championship, 23.7 points, you might say that would push you over the edge instead of cutting you off at the knees. True. How about Michael Gallup, another teammate of Amari Cooper, and another player that I hate with the fire of a thousand suns, by the way. So you you hate them equally, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Amari, or sorry, uh, Michael Gallup only had one more four and under game than Cooper did. Mm. However, let's go to the semis, 11 points. But in that championship, if you happen to get to your championship and play Michael Gallup, 29 points. Boom. Boom. So I will also mention that when he was on the Raiders coming into the league. The Raiders. The Raiders. Rumbling, rumbling, stumbling. That should have been my secret mystery. When we've used that. Um, when he did come into the league for the Raiders, and he was supposedly a good player for fantasy at the beginning of his career, you mentioned a 1,000 yards, five of his six seasons or something yeah, like that, right? special. I recall, I'll admit I don't have research on this, but I will recall that Crabtree was a better fantasy asset at that time. I would have, maybe it's just me, I would have rather had Crabtree than Cooper. Again, for the consistency, the catches, and the lack of dip games for when they were playing together. Okay. All right? Sure. Um, I will also mention that his targets per game this year he was only 20th with eight targets a game that may sound good but i'd want him to get more if we're talking a second round startup player somebody who is considered to be this stud wide receiver yeah um you know i'll admit he did have he was tied for fifth with 100 yard games and fifth for targets and fourth for receptions. so i'll admit all that it's the dip games are my main problem i'll also mention drops now he isn't the highest in drops. No. But he is in a little bit of a log jam with guys that the amount of drops are concerning. So, you know, Deontay Johnson drops a lot, and he's trash. And Jerry Judy drops a lot, and he was a rookie. Mm. Tyree Kill's kind of weird because he's, like, down the field and yeah. Mahomes trying to thread the needle. Kamara had, you know, quarterbacks trying to just get out of a sack and – throw the ball at their yeah, face. It looks like he had five drops last year. 
Um, I saw nine and a half, unless I'm looking at the wrong thing. So I may be confused. How do off. you have a half a drop? I don't recall. No, he had five. Okay. Because well, in this next-gen stats, he had three at home, two away, one on grass, four on turf, two indoor, three outdoor, God, all right. three in wins, two in losses. All right, so I misread that. You can take away my drop comment <laughs> that's okay. then because that's, that's not a lot of drops. But uh, my other points remain. What were you looking at with the half, nine and a half? I don't know. I saw it somewhere. Huh. And now I don't see it. I thought it was right here, so just ignore me on that. You're fine. Um, so I would I would also say that in rookie drafts the year that he came out, if I recall, you took him number two overall. Yeah. Uh, because I took Gurley number one, and then I had three and four. So I recall you took him two overall. Mm-hmm. I think that consistency year to year he has had that I think you could argue but I think and I think different people look at it different ways I think there are people who say that the spike weeks will win you weeks single-handedly I disagree I want guys who score consistently every single week because the dip games are what kill you yeah so you know this year guys like you know T Higgins had a floor he had like 70 yards and maybe a touchdown every week mm-hmm. um i don't want the guys who are going to completely disappear and that's what amari cooper does yeah. so you're focusing more on the dips and on lack of reduction in the postseason and i'm focusing more on the consistencies throughout his career yeah and i'm just yeah. going and i'm just going by my experience for what kind of players have won me a lot of money and a lot of championships and, and the guys who and the guys who disappear kill you yeah and I also get jaded real quick, and I'm done with people who who do that to me. Good Aerosmith reference, by the way. What did I say? Jaded. Oh. J-j-j-jaded! <laughs> uh, so that's the end of my argument. Yeah, and I will also say they have it broken down by um, fantasy points, uh, PPR, and versus top 10 pass defenses last year, he had 107, 78 against average, and 47 against bottom 12 so he did better against top 10 pass defenses so that's pretty good and disappears in the matchups that you'd expect him to do well well because against that's just points for game if you're looking at bottom 12 pass defenses they're running all over them they got to throw more against the top pass defenses i mean it's simple thugonomics thugonomics what does that even mean true all right so what we're gonna do then is all of our loyal listeners out there let us know who won the debate let us know who won the debate (laughs) i'll already assume that i lost um but uh yeah oh and i think we also had suggestions in that chat on guys they want to hear us talk about i i don't think we'll have to revisit that because i didn't see that maybe that was maybe that was kurt just sending it to me but they wanted there were guys that they wanted to hear us talk about um uh, I don't remember. I don't remember who we're talking. Who who it would be? Yeah. And now this isn't me saying that I would take Amari Cooper with the first pick, well, right? No, that would be real dumb. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Well, and for the record, for I'm the not, teams that I've had him on, he's 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 done well for me. And for the record, I'm not saying that I wouldn't take him eventually. Right. But someone will always take him before me. Yes. And, and of course, you, I thought that about Gurley in the last uh, startup draft, and in yeah. round 34, oh, he was mine. So. Watch Gurley go off this year. Oh, my gosh. 
That would be pretty Get sweet. Two good games out of him and flip him for a first. Maybe. Well, uh, well, no, I won't be flipping Debbie, him for a first. No. I'd flip him for a... Oh, because it's Devin Depleted? Yeah. You're saying I wouldn't do it? I'd do it for a first, even Devin Depleted. Would you? I'll do it right now. You want him for your first? No. Oh. Okay, good talk. Oh. No. Do we have anything else? This is a short episode. Yeah, I got nothing. That's it? I'll be in bed by 11 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, then I better give, yeah, <laughs> I better grab the music then and get this. Oh, I, yeah, I I did have a trade offer. Oh yeah, let's hear it. Um, so this was in my MFL league. Um, it's one quarterback, so it's you know, you don't like these anymore. One quarterback? Yeah. Well, I like them. Okay, you could look at a one quarterback in a couple different ways. You could either look at it as. You never have to worry about quarterback at all because there's always somebody with a pulse you can put in there. I prefer to look at it as I get Mahomes and I never think about quarterback again. Yep. Yep. Set it and forget it. You rompo peel it. Rompo peel. Yep. Set and forget it. Just set it and forget it. So this, uh, here's the offer. I won't tell you which side is which. Is this the league I'm in or no? No. Okay. You're no, this is a you're not in an E. Well, you're in two, but no, this isn't it. Okay. So one side is David Johnson, Henry Ruggs, 2022 first. David Johnson, Ruggs, and a 2022, 2022 first. Okay. Yes. The other side is Michael Thomas, Mark Andrews. 2021-2-4, and the 211 and a 2022 second. How is this close? Is this a joke? No, it's an actual offer that I received. Oh, you'd be giving up the Thomas Andrews yeah. side? Oh, so they're being they're being ridiculous. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. What what do they? I mean, there's no there's they don't have an argument. Yeah, and I didn't really get into it because I I just got this. So, um, but then I have another league where I have I have Allen, I have Josh Allen, and I drafted Herbert last year. Okay. So. I uh, I'm gonna be shopping one of those two, and I have um, Aaron Rodgers. So I've got Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Aaron Rodgers in a one quarterback league. Okay. So I'm looking at uh, getting some firsts for show. <laughs> I'm excited. For show. Because I I inherit these are all the these four MFL leagues that I have. Um, we're all orphans that I took over, so I'm I'm slowly starting to make them my I own. I was gonna say you gotta make them your own. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And some first will do that for show. Okay, I had an offer come in while we were recording, and I don't oh. remember. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, but I don't remember which league it was in. Code Coda Bear. Coda Bear. What league am I in with Coda Bear? Sounds no familiar, idea. doesn't it? No. It doesn't sound familiar. Oh, Molly sent the video back. Okay. Is it clean? Prompt of the day. <laughs> Hi, babe. Happy football podcasting. Prompt of the day. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I thought of one more thing to share with you. Gosh, I want to know where Coderbutt Coderbutt is. Coderbutt Coderbutt Naga 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 Naga. Oh, I think naga, I may have found it. I'm not gonna work here anymore. Nope, that was oh. a trade I tried to send. Okay, okay, so I have one more thing to I have one more thing to share. So. Okay. This big money league came across my general vicinity. Uh oh. Now, when you say big money league, what's the entry fee? Um, <laughs> the entry fee is a couple hundred bucks. Really? And I, I haven't fully decided, but the description of this, I want to see if I can find the blurb. Is there anything that sets it apart? Well, yes. Ooh. Um, but I gotta see. Okay, found it. You ready for this? Born ready, sir. So Max Philly fan seven. He's uh, he's right on Eddie's coattails because this is some major commissioning. I hate him already because Philly fans suck. Oh please! They're the third worst fan, fourth worst fans behind Packer fans, Bear fans, and Cowboy fans. It's Philly fans number four. Okay, you ready for this? Terrible. Well, that's good because Claire's in the shower, which means Kona's just going to bark, 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 and there's not going to be anything that we can do about it. All right. Three. Oh, no, she's out. Never mind. 300. Actually, that might be Kona. She's also loud walking around up there. Okay. 384 Team Dynasty League. Holy hell. 32 12-team divisions. Roster construction. 11 starters, 11 bench with Superflex. 2021 Scott Fishbowl scoring. It'll be a 10-week regular season. We'll play against the median 20 games. From there, if you finish as the top four seed in your division, you'll qualify for the 128-team single elimination bracket. Good Lord. Which will run weeks 11 to 16. Each individual league will still run up up to week 16 with double elimination playoffs to support the bracket. Prizes will be handed out for each win in the bracket. Overall bracket champ, $6,000. Champ of each individual league, as well as each individual league scoring champ, buy-in... Oh, it's only $100 per year. It's oh. just two years up front. Okay. It's just so many teams that there's a yeah. huge that there's a huge buy-in. Now, I, uh, this guy seems awesome. He's got a very careful plan for keeping track of all these buy-ins because like he makes so because people pay into the league safe and then he has he doesn't know who the heck they are mm-hmm. so he's got like a huge record of everything and you gotta tell him when you do it and all this wow but this is the but this was the thing that i wanted to that i wanted to mention this for so i'm i'm in this league and there's like a few people in it for, in my 12 team division uh-huh. all of a sudden on sunday my phone starts blowing up with sleeper updates some jack wagon uh completely spammed this league they join the league and they start just posting hey guys hey guys hey guys hey guys hey guys over and over and over again don't join the league don't join the league don't join the league terrible league terrible league terrible league terrible league every time this guy deletes him he rejoins can't get rid of me that easy. Can't and he just cuts and paste. Can't get rid of me that easy. Wow. Can't get rid of me that easily. Horribly, 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 horribly. What the hell? Just over and over, hundreds of messages. Hundreds. That's ridiculous. 
somebody who just doesn't have enough to do. Yeah. Um, he, he starts going off about, let me play for free. 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 What's your answer? What's your answer? You can't ignore me forever. You can't ignore me forever. You can't ignore like ridiculous. Right. Um, I, he, he just puts in the thing, direct message me. So Mm -hmm. I did. And he's like, sorry, that's clearly whatever. I think I'm going to have to delete this and, and uh, yeah. re- recreate this division. So here, join this one. So yeah. I joined another one that's already full. Um, it was super frustrating, though. So now you've got... And then you look in the in the chat thing, and these conversations are starting to happen about this guy who's spamming all these leads. Yeah. I just wonder, what is someone's thought process to just go on something with strangers it, and just ruin their experience it wasn't ascar was it <laughs> no it wasn't no uncle sherms uncle sherms i'm not in and this is not a him. good shout out this is a bad shout out you're bad uncle, uncle sherms. sherms if you're listening you do not get any podcast. probably like this. a 14 year old kid yeah. just bored you what know jerk but wanted to play for free and... so okay let me get this straight so 32 leagues Basically, 32 12-team leagues. 32 12-team leagues. And then the winner of the leagues. So there's a possibility that you're going to be going up against the same player, right? Up against the same so player. Like there's, there's one winner out of all 32 leagues. Am I reading that right? Like that winner gets a six grand? Uh yes, so the gonna overall be only one winner. Islander. Yes, so it's possible if one guy from league dirty trousers is playing one dirty guy tra- from league, league clean dirty socks. trousers, gross. League dirty trousers playing league clean socks. They could have some of the same players, right, against each other. Uh yes. So I guess it's a multiple copy kind of a what situation. If? Oh my gosh. What if there were identical what if teams in a Twilight each Zone other? it was identical players playing each other in the championship I mean it's league. I mean it's possible <laughs> you you know what you almost want to have you almost want to have it like masked so when you set your lineups you don't see who you're playing against yeah that'd be interesting because otherwise you could set the same lineup as your competitor and guarantee a split of the money or something annoying like that yeah that's if you have the same players Right, yeah, like if that, right. But it, but it almost just, then you're not skewed at all. You just set your lineup and whatever's the same will be the same. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that'd be crazy. So, And you if know, there's only one difference that one player puts you over? Oh, man. Or lets you down? Yeah, if that one player's Amari Cooper. Ooh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I almost said it. Uh, so anyway, that's that's my new excitement. So you're, so. you're in it? I am. The the draft is not until July. Okay. Um, and I think he said he's got about 10% of... I think he said he is 60% full and 10% paid. Okay. So there's a long way to go. Long way to go. And somebody, Man, and somebody if did... if I get my stimulus money, I might hop into that thing. Well, I, fig- I figure once I get my tax refund, that'll be... Nope, I'm not joining anymore. I'm done. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, this is a lot of competition. I don't blame you to be scared. Um, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say something? No. Uh, anyway, so that's so that's my new excitement. Although I 
is really sad to not draft till July. I don't want to think about. It. I'll be mar- I'll be a married man by the time we're drafting that. You will. Oh boy. Do you have a honeymoon planned? Is that happening or? Uh, we don't know about that yet. All right. Um, we just know the wedding's happening the way we want it, and we're going to go with that. Because if you do have a honeymoon, I can wherever you go, I can fly out and join you to do the podcast on a Wednesday. <laughs> So you think about that. Maybe that will be the one week that you talk to yourself. <laughs> That'll be the one week I miss. You can have Kurt on. I could just join you guys. Uh, you sure. That, that third wheel. Welcome to Third Wheel Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. And Claire's screaming in the background, what's he doing here? It'll just be two hours, honey. It'll be fine. Why is Dave on our honeymoon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're wrapping this up? Yeah. All right, what was the mystery phrase, first of all? It was you uh, saying you've got a, the number one pick in a couple leagues. and I do have the number one pick in a yeah, couple of leagues. Yeah, but you being braggadocious about it. Oh, I didn't do that tonight. Not even a mention of it. Yeah. So, it's, it's new for me. Ba-bom, ba-bom. Great. That was a good transition. Thank you. I try. Yeah. All right, Look everybody. We did. Oh, we... whoa. We turned nothing into something this week. Yeah, I know. We actually got over an hour. <laughs> God, look at us. We should be getting paid for this, man. All right, every Hey, I did more research than I usually do. All right, everybody. So thank you so much for listening. Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. And I am Dave. And what are we going to do next week, Dave? Uh, we are going to try to do better next time. That's what we're going to try to do, yes. That is our solemn vow to you. An oath, if you will. Yeah. Yes. I'm, my hand is over my heart. Mine too. Yeah. My heart's on this side, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Perfecto. All right. And if you need a TV show to watch, check out Happy Endings. You will not yeah. regret it. I've always been a fan of Happy Endings. So. Oh, boy. On that note, bye. Bye. Love you guys.